Hello and welcome to the podcast. The future doesn't exist. Um, I'm just going to go straight into it. Um, the very concept of the future um, is always compromised by the present. And so when the future is, is predicted, so for example, when my dad was younger, he grew up in, born in 1969, he thought that hover cars would be in existence. But in a way, that's kind of a prediction which actually never came true. What we have is, I don't know, e-scooters and all these things. That's probably the closest thing we have to hovering. But still, it's not hovering. You're just a couple of centimetres above the ground. And, and how this could link to like how we look at our future as like a future in terms of economic growth or uh, climate change or, I don't know, predictions of war patterns or... Uh, even the cycle of snails and how they would be pregnant or give babies and these things like we can predict things based on previous uh, research that we have done as an extensive human society but we ultimately don't know what the future actually looks like because the second it happens it becomes a present <clears throat> it's not to say that the future doesn't fully exist we still have an idea of the future, but the future is more a manifestation of something. Like, the question which I met with a lot, maybe a few years ago, is where will you be in five years? I think we've all experienced that question. Where will you be in five years? And, you know, I think maybe five years ago I would have said something else. Um, then I would be five years but if I said to myself five years ago where I would be now it's nothing as like I planned it to be I have rough ideas I have rough dreams which I work towards like I don't know I wanted to have a, a creative organisation I have that now but I had that dream when I was a teenager I have a website I have a art organisation um, and I made that happen so in some sense, this manifestation is a part of it. But it never happened the way that it, I thought it would. <clears throat> I didn't know what my future was going to look like. Because it's literally impossible. I always think of it like, let's say you go on a date with someone and you met online or these apps and stuff. And you talk to people for a while and then all of a sudden you meet them and then the reality changes because you see physicality, you see eyes, smell, um, feelings, voice, everything, you know. Um, even if you know someone very well and then you all of a sudden you think, oh my gosh, this person is so beautiful, I just want to be with them. And then you happen to be with them because your feelings collide and then the reality of being with that person is different because the projection that the person puts out into the world is completely different to how they truly are because we're all being taught to save face and show ourselves to be adjusted individuals. But ultimately, <clears throat> the whole concept of the future is in a way made up. 
like I always think about this like I, I did a lot of extensive research on the American dream when I was in university studying what the American dream kind of looked like within the boundaries of say photography and I talked a lot actually about um, photographic history and running parallel with history but photographic history had its own context <clears throat> like we would look at Walker Evans or Robert Frank or William Eggleston and see them as part of a kind of a linear history but what we're really talking about is artists setting the history responding to the parallel line of history itself, as in, I don't know, Vietnam War or the Great Depression. And the photographs would be a representation of what's happening, but it's always a representation, and it lives in its own context. It doesn't necessarily live in the newspapers, or it lives in the MoMA, or it lives in the Guggenheim, or all these things, and that's a different world, accessible to only a few people or people who study it. So <clears throat> if you were to look at American history versus American photographic history, it's completely different. And in some senses, um, that's kind of how it feels like to think about the future, in a way. Uh, it's a very tentative link, but it's something I think about. Just like my dad thinking hovercars would exist. I don't know. He thought that because of what the future was told to him via movies and at the time in, I don't know the 70s the 80s we had a particular view of the future you know but would we have anticipated that the future would look like this because actually the future looks pretty much the same as it did back in 1990 we're still living in the same buildings the future actually kind of looks like new modern buildings as well so if we look at the architecture the, the structure of living um, and in some senses, the future actually looks pretty bleak, if you think about it, um, just based off present things. And obviously the past is a very fascinating concept because it's something that can never be undone and untouched. So I always think about it like if you have depression and one day you feel so depressed um, and you go to bed and you wake up feeling a bit less depressed, then that present has taken over. But the fascinating thing is the pre past, present and future. And what, is, what I'm saying could be obvious, but for me it's such a crucial part of actually living, is that the past is a reflection of the present that's already gone. The future is an anticipation of the present that could come up. But the only thing that truly exists is the present. There is no other existence. You archive, and that's the past, we look at the 50s archives, that's why photography is a fascinating thing, because it's an archive which has been extensively written, studied within an art context or a photographic context, however you want to see that. And the future, um, in some senses we can predict the future. Um, if we look at, I don't know, weather patterns, um, but ultimately we are at mercy to the skies to a degree, we are at mercy to nature. Nature is the one that's going to say, but uh, the present can affect what the future can look like. Um, 
Now, how this could link to dreams is something I find interesting because I always think, like, what am I doing? Like, I had this premonition last night and I just felt like, what am I doing? You know, I have a dream and my dream is to be a director. Just for context, I don't want to tell you about my dreams. I'm not that self-centered. But in this context, I want to be a director. So if I make a movie, the first movie... Um, I could make a really great movie, which I feel like I have made a good movie with my friends, and we have we have made a good movie, not just me. I instigated it, but I we made it together, and we will continue to finish it. But then what happens in the present is how we make it happen. So we make the movie, we submit it to festivals, I don't know, maybe one festival, but we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know if someone else is going to validate this movie as a good movie. It could just be a, another pool of short films made that ends up on Vimeo. Because that is a very possible future of what's happening. I've been talking a lot about when making the second movie, and I always say we do not make the second movie until we have funding. Because we need to get paid for this next one. But the reason why we made the first one on no budgets because no one knew who we were. No one knew what we were doing. You know, like, like Adam Sandler works a lot with, like, his friends, but I'm sure the first movie that he ever made was probably not as successful as, like, the fourth movie. And it's, and, but it's like, how do you know that you'll even get to that step? It's not automatically assumed. Um... And so any prediction of what could happen in the future, um, it doesn't become tangible until it actually happens because um, all of it is kind of a myth. I mean, in some senses, like, I think a lot about loneliness. I, I just, yeah, a lot's changed in my life and I thought I had a path which made sense. But actually that sense didn't actually make sense for the people involved, so, or the person involved, so, and me as well. And so now my future's completely changed. And so now when I'm predicting what the future could be like, I'm projecting and I'm receiving nothing in terms of a sign. So at the moment it looks like a bleak, barren wasteland of confusion um, because I've attempted to move on, but I don't really know how to move on. So in some senses, the future is non-existent for me in this one, because I don't know what's going to happen. But before I met um, the person, I didn't even know what I was looking for. And actually, like, I could never have anticipated the actions. And I think that I was actually able to enter into that environment or that situation because I had zero expectations of what could possibly happen. I just listen to the present, and I think that that's something that can really help us in general, is to listen to the present and see where you go and how that can link. And now it's the past, and that's fascinating. Um, because now I, I look back at it as a, as a great thing, you know, and I think that we can look back at the past in good or bad ways, depending on what is happening. But really what comes down to it for me is, what is a dream? You know what I mean? Like, what is a dream? I just don't know what that is. I'm so confused as to what a dream could be. It doesn't make sense. 
there are many, 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 many things that you could do in your life. So many different things you could do in your life. I don't know, you could be a fireman or whatever. Or you could be, a, I don't know, or you could work in a shop. <clears throat> Who knows, there's all these different occupations that you could do. All these dreams, like, I don't know, if I never wrote the script, then I wouldn't have made the film. <laughs> you know, like, I... Maybe if I never starred in a film, I never would have thought of being a director. And now I know what I want to do, I want to be a director. If I never gave up photography, I never would have become a performer. Now I became a performer. If I never broke off with my partner, maybe I wouldn't have discovered my drag character. So everything has a consequence and leads you to another thing. So this, this concept of the future is in a way holding us back because we get sad that our present isn't as good as it could be. And sometimes it's out of our control Sometimes the, few, the present is awful. And I think a lot of people are experiencing that right now. Devastating, like, present. With some kind of concept of the future, which we just don't know about. We have no idea what the future will look like in like these various contexts. So, in some senses, the future doesn't exist. I think, in a way, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's completely made up. The future is entirely a, a concept which really doesn't make sense in a way because it's an amalgamation of all these different things that you experience or want to experience. You know, you can say, I want to go into a, a kink fetish club and be walked around like a dog. You could do that, but the reality is, is that going to happen? I have many kink fantasies but I don't know if they're going to happen because I haven't acted upon them yet and then sometimes there, there are things that stop you but because we, we in a way like when we perceive the future it already kind of happens to us because it depends how vivid your imagination is but I have my imagination is wild it's wild it's like if if someone says to me I don't know a dog walking on a land of candy fields, I see it straight away and, and I already feel it. And so it becomes a reality in my mind, which in some senses can connect to the metaverse or even digital VR spectrums, which I also think could be a good <coughs> subject for the next episode because I think we're getting to that point. And yeah, it's a little bit concerning, you know. But... um in a way, the future not existing, uh, in a way it can liberate us, you know, we don't have to live in this concept that we are not doing enough because our present is not linking enough to our future, you know, like you've got all these phrases like invest in your future if you're going to university or if you're going to do this or it's like oh I'm going to buy this camera because it's an investment in my future yeah yeah absolutely it's an investment but you don't know if that investment will pay off because who knows actually because there are so many factors and also interestingly in order to kind of be successful in a field it does require other people to validate your existence let's just say for example if you're a YouTuber and you produce 
really great content but no one picks up on it and you have five subscribers then at some point that reality changes but let's say for example all of a sudden you have a, a thousand followers it becomes tangible and becomes real in a way that's kind of how I feel about it I have all these premonitions of what I'm going to look like or how my transition will look or what it will be like, I don't know, after having bottom surgery and what it will be like to have boobs that are maybe more prominent or what estrogen could possibly feel like in my brain because right now it's riddled with testosterone because of my situation. I'm trans, maybe. Well, a woman of masculine socialization. That's the subject for another one. But I don't know what that will look like <clears throat> until I start doing it. And you don't know what kind of effects will happen to you because you don't know. Everything is so unknown, you know? So in some senses, when we're thinking about the present, we are literally walking into the unknown, not knowing what will happen to us. We could bump into someone who loves what we're doing Someone could watch our film and say, this is the most spellbinding thing I've ever seen. I'm going to give you 10,000 to make the next movie. That's what my brain says will happen. But how, how do we know that's going to happen? Who's going to give us 10,000 euros to make the next one? And, and in some senses, 10,000 10, euros isn't even enough to give people what they really deserve. That's the other thing. Money. It's, it's a kind of a gratification of of saying thank you for doing a good job, but, you know, even then, I mean, when you're working with such tiny budgets, it's actually impossible to know what will happen. And so I guess all you can do is hope. Hope that you've put enough good energy out into the world and you can make something and... Maybe you'll strike upon the right luck and all of a sudden someone might see it. But it's just, it very much concerns me that my success or my ability to be able to create something is reliant on other people to give money. That for me is such an uncomfortable experience because, you know, money is the, basically the thing that funds everything. It's literally wild. So I think the main thing to remember from this, kind of in conclusion, is that we may feel stuck in our present and we can anticipate the future or we may be muddled in our past perhaps. And maybe an episode about the past would also be a good idea in order to how to process the past, in order to get into our present, because I definitely was living in the past for a very long time it made me feel so bad so sad but the future it doesn't exist and I think that's something that we should always remember just remember the next time you go on a date with someone the next time you have an idea that maybe you'll tell someone that you like them and you'll tell them that you love them 
from that point, you're in the unknown. And even then, when you enter that scenario, if they say, yes, I love you too, wow, cool, what are the chances? The reality of that person is very different to what you would perceive them to be, even if you know them very well. I'm in love right now, but I have no idea what to do about it. About it. How to even... How to even act upon it. Because I'm scared of the unknown. The unknown terrifies me. Because the unknown leaves something that I hold dear in... Doubt. To a degree. So yeah, I mean... The present is the only thing we have. Um, the past has already happened. The future is a myth. So, give it a go. Maybe it helps. And if you start being in the present more, I think you would eventually start working towards the goals and any ideas of what will happen if this happens and this happens. Like it, it does. You don't know. You have no idea what's going to happen. None of us do. It's not just me or you or... No one has any idea what's going to happen. Everything is just predictions. So yeah, that's kind of where we'll leave it. Um, thanks for listening. Um, I hope it helps people. It helps me. I have a lot of thoughts. I think a lot, as you can probably tell. And... Um, yeah... It's okay. You don't have to be exactly where you feel like you should be. Because that's also not how life works. <laughs> life works very differently. And it's better to live in the present than it is to live in ideas of what you could be in the future. And to love your present. Be present within your present, in a way. In a way is the best present of all. Um, that was cheesy, but yeah, thanks so much for coming, uh, <laughs> coming, <laughs> I don't know, you didn't come to anything, have a great time, see you in the next one, doom, 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 doom.